When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was new to the St. Pete area in Florida. Okay. Where had I'm you come from? From New York, Long Island. How do you like uh, St. Pete? I turned, I turned, I traded my Timberlands in for a loafers when I moved down there. Loafers? It should have been <laughs> flip-flops. That was your first mistake, okay? <laughs> this is the plaintiff, Gary Williams. He says he's known the defendant for about three years, and from time to time he loaned her money to help her out. Last time he gave her a loan, she said she'd pay him back, but hasn't. He thinks it's because she has the hots for him, and this is her way of keeping him interested in her. <laughs> Unfortunately, he doesn't like her the same way she likes him, and he's here doing what he has to do to get his $500 returned. the defendant, Denise. She says the plaintiff was doing some work on her bathroom, but the job was moving at a snail's pace. She figured if he was going to make her wait for the bathroom to be done, she'd make him wait for the return of his money. Meantime, all work stopped on the bathroom. She had to hire another contractor to finish the job, and as far as she's concerned, they're even. She's accused of holding out. All parties, please, you're right here. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see the comportables. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Thank you. Gary Williams, you are suing Denise, your former friend, I guess, for $500, a personal loan that you made to her that she refuses to repay. What's going on? Well, Your Honor, back in October... How do you I... two know each other? Well, we met in uh, February 2015 at a mutual family friend party. We uh, engaged in conversation. We ended up talking on the outside, hanging out, and we had a lot in common, so that's how we Were came about. Were you dating? No. Okay. No, we was not dating. Okay. Was not dating. So after that, we hung out. We did a lot of things. I, I was new to the St. Pete area in Florida. Okay. Where had come, you come from? From New York, Long Island. How do you like uh, St. Pete? I turned, I turned, I traded my Timberlands in for a loafers when I moved down there. Loafers? It should have been flip-flops. That was your first mistake, okay? And I, and I started wearing a lot of Federos on my yeah. head, so I got, right. I got one in the back, but it couldn't wear it out here today. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so at some point in time, she asked you for money. Yeah, for time. Well, for it started off first, she had helped me out first. So the first time you say she helped you out, how? Well, when I first uh, met her a couple months into it, um, it was simple stuff. I mean, she would go out, because she's kind-hearted, so she would go out and get me things. But I make sure that it was strictly what it was. I don't know what you're saying. Well, what I'm saying is that if you bought me something... Like I, what? Well, it could be a pair of shoes or a shirt. She or, would go out and buy you gifts? She would go out and give me gifts. 
a watch. If and I you, if I mentioned it, if I mentioned what, I wanted, where have I been that nobody just none of my friends are just foisting watches on me. If I you people it, better step up your game. Go ahead, Yana. If I mentioned something in conversation or something I like or whatever, she would go out and bring it to me. Didn't you think she was like sweet on you? Oh, I knew that from the beginning. Were you to, sweet on her? I used to tease her all the time. Were well, you people, sweet on her? People say I'm a flirt. Well, were you flirting with her? Well, I'm just being who I am. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then, at some point, she asked you for money. Well, yes. And uh, you, how many times did you loan her money, and then she paid you right back? Uh, about three times. And then this fourth time, she asked you for five hundred. Well, the third time. This is the third time. This is the third time. So this third time, she asked you for five hundred dollars. Yeah, she. Did texted. she say what it was for? She told me she needed it to take care of some house. She didn't get an allowance from her friend, her boyfriend. <laughs> Okay. She didn't allowance. Get All right. Uh, well, she gets an allowance from her man, so okay. whatever the case may be. So. Um, so <laughs> All right. So she asked you for $500 and you loan it to her. Yes, ma'am. All right. And uh, was there an agreement about when she would pay you back? Uh, the agreement was to pay me on her payday. She Which get, was what? She get paid every 21st of the month. Did she pay you back? She did not pay me back. What did she say to you about payment? She didn't pay it. It just kept on to November. Went to December when I saw her. In November, her. did you ask her for it? I asked her for it again. What was her answer then? Um, I don't have it? I don't have it. And she never paid it? Never paid Why it. Why aren't you paying him? Well, Your, Your Honor, in October, the end of October, um, Gary had been, Miss um, Williams had been doing work for me. Our agreement was that we would barter services. I moved barter in. Barter services? Barter services. Okay. Because of my professional and my contacts within the community, as he stated. What do you do for a living? Um, Self-employed. Well, what does that mean? That doesn't say anything. Uh, daycare owner. Okay. Um, and I, like you said, I've been born and raised, and I have several other um, entities that I did, and also as uh, several other what entities that I've been involved in. Okay. Um, throughout my. Um, what well, what service are you going to give him in return for okay. him what? Well, the services I provided, even a month after we met, I started making phone calls for him, personal um, matter that he needed to handle, and I would do that because he was working. I, I, listen, folks, I, I speak in concrete language. Okay. I don't he, understand personal things. He needed no, to... what? He needed to obtain his driver's license. Okay. So because they were suspended in the state of Florida, I okay. mean, in the state of New York, he couldn't get a driver's license. I should say in, not. In the state of Florida. Okay. And that was essential for him to come. And um, therefore, what did you do? So I made the phone calls through New York, through um, Georgia, all the places that he lived to secure and to, I guess, fight on his behalf. And I have document where... How do you fight on the phone for a suspended license? It, exactly. And I did well, that. that. Well, I mean, that's worthless. But I'm saying... I, right, so I you were nice to him, he was nice to you, and what's this about work on your bathroom? Okay, yes. So April of 16... You weren't paying him for the work on your bathroom? No, we had a barter agreement. Well, he didn't a pay, barter agreement he implies didn't pay me. I'm going to fix your bathroom and you're going to fix my roof, okay, or something no. like that. What is it you're because doing? Making I, useless phone calls is not a barter system. No, 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 system. no. That was just one piece. I have several documents where I did travel arrangements. I made, um, like you said, I would purchase items. I planned his 50th birthday cruise. I planned his mother's birthday party. 
I went to the store and purchased Was there an items. actual agreement, you're going to fix my bathroom in return for me doing these things? No. These it was, was just kind of an understanding, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Exactly. Okay, so and he's so doing your bathroom for no fee. You're doing her bathroom for no fee? That's not true, Yana. Were you supposed to get paid for a bathroom? I was supposed to get paid. I was from the to get, beginning? From the beginning. How from much my, were you supposed to get paid? Well, what happened, I drew an invoice. I don't know the exact number. What I did was I drew an invoice up to her. She was submitting it to her landlord because she's renting. Oh, this is so you were supposed to get paid, but not by her. I was supposed to get paid. She asked me to drop an invoice. Yeah. She typed it up. Is that accurate? No, that's not accurate. It, was that, your that, landlord paying for the for whatever was yes, being done? Yes, and, and Gary knew that to help me out as a single mom, and because we're friends, so I, he like was I helped blow him up out. The invoice? Yes, and that and that's what exactly what happened. That and you were supposed he was to get nothing? me out. No, yes, because I was supposed to get nothing. No. Right. Okay. And then because so what? You borrowed five hundred dollars from him? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. And so what and happened you were supposed to pay it on October twenty first. That was the agreement? Yes. And then what happened? He never completed my bathroom. He had a lot of personal issues going on. What were the personal issues? At the time, after I loaned her the money, I found out that my ex-wife was dying from pancreatic cancer. Oh, goodness. She I'm was so diagnosed sorry. with 90 days to live. She knew this. So right. at that time, between October to the, she passed away on December 8th, I was Is going to- she the mother of your children? She's the mother of my two children I have. Okay. And during that time, I was flying from St. Petersburg, Florida to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So after that, we have went out. How old out. are the children? Are they grown? My, my, my oldest one today is 30. That's okay, my son. Grown. And right, my oldest one 24. But okay. still. You don't know, of course. We were together from, she was 13 years old, I was 14. She passed away when she was 49 years old. So that gives you a history so of So sorry to hear that. Yes. So, and she was aware of that. So she right. made she, a travel arrangement. She, yes. Okay. Denise made, made arrangements. arrangements for me to fly up and forth. Mm -hmm. She handled my rented car. So, so she didn't look like she was annoyed about the progress of the bathroom. What, what do you well, think see, made the progress her? Of, why do you think she didn't pay you? Well, she likes me. She, that's, that's not a hidden secret. She was she's been liking me since day one. But I always made it clear that I was not in the mood for a relationship. Now, okay. if you want to travel a life journey with me, which I call it, then you can enjoy the life journey. You can travel, you can experience, you can hang out. But as far as a commitment or anything else, I wasn't looking for that. And she knew that. A life journey. Yes, ma'am. That's a euphemism for I do whatever I want. Hey, listen. Well, I know, but I don't mind. See, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You are a master of your own destiny. And so long as you are clear with someone else, if they want to walk into it because they think I can change him, then that's well, up that's to them to make that mistake. So long as a person, man or woman, is honest, but this is where I am in my life. This is what I think, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, run if you don't like it. But if you stick around, you can't whine. So I got that. But so you said that to her and that you think that that's why she didn't pay you back? Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So if you buy somebody like watches and clothes and all this stuff, is it likely that they're going to like you more when you do that? Most likely. Really? Mm. The more you buy them, the more they're going to like you. Well, to a point, to a smooth, yeah. What do you say? Um, it depends on how early in the game that you got to know these people um, and how well you know them. I, I got to find somebody more incredulous. What do you say? They might like those things, but they're not going to like you. If you want to buy something, buy your time. Spend some time with that person. Life is about the experience, not about the jewelry. He is so right. He is so right going inside the courtroom. Why do you think she won't pay back? She, she comes up because I wouldn't do what she wanted me to do. Specifically? I, I wouldn't sleep with her. Did she ask you to? Yeah, she asked me to. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. All right. Talk about that. Okay. I, he's always claimed. Oh, okay. Now she's still starting. He's always claimed that this was um, the reason for um, this. And I said, and as he said earlier, I had a boyfriend when I met um, Gary. 
I ha also have a teenage daughter. I knew, and I had, had recently been divorced, and I knew raising a teenage daughter that I was not going to entertain multiple men, you know, because I'm my daughter's first role model. So that was never the case. As he said before, he is a flirt. But I knew how to deal with that, and I knew how to build a relationship without having any sexual relations or desires. So that is false. But uh -huh. that's, his, that's his ego, that's his arrogancy, and I, and I came to understand that. And Why what, haven't you paid the guy back, though? Because he left my, he got upset. When I couldn't do something, I was traveling with my boyfriend. He called. Mind you, I understood about his um, ex-wife, made those arrangements. So he said, don't worry about October payment, just pay me in November. Okay, so why and don't I, you pay him in November? Because I said, when he, October Or December, or January, or February, said, or March, or April, or May. Or June. Or June, right. Yeah. I asked him, when is he coming to fix my bathroom? Well, he got livid. He said, you're not returning my phone calls. Why are you not answering? He sent me an email asking me to the write another letter. The reason he didn't come back to fi finish your bathroom is because, A, the mother of his children was dying, but, right. B, you weren't paying him back the $500. What do you no. expect the guy he to do? He didn't ask for that back. He knew that it was um, in October. He knew that he was going through those incidents. I was still performing. Great. So November. I was November. I was still performing. Oh, November. By November... He got upset, cursed me out, hung up the phone, said, I'm not finishing your bathroom. Okay. And I said, okay. What does that have to do with the loan? Let's assume everything you're okay, saying so is true. Then you just hire someone else. What does that have to do with the $500 you owe the man? When he came to my job and insulted me, asking me about the money, after I told him I had to hire a contractor to finish the bathroom because he inconvenienced See, me and my point, daughter. See, by that point, by the time he comes to your job to insult you, you've already made a decision that you're not going to pay. No, I, I told him he has, I, mean, I told him I'll pay you back, but right when? now I don't have it because now I had to finish the bathroom. Okay. So the money that I owed you, I had to get another right. contract. Denise, guess what? Pay the man. My verdict is for the plaintiff in the amount of the $500. Good luck, folks. All right, thank you. Well, Denise, you're going to have to pay the guy after all. Yes. Finally. And you're smiling. You're okay with that? Oh, well, yes, because um, he fabricated a lot of the, the relationship. And really? it was a mutual um, bothering agreement. And I just felt like, um, I mean, I'm a happy spirit. Did you like him? He, he was a good person, yes. You know, he said you had a hot sporting life. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm still in a relationship with the you same are? person that okay. um, I've been in with, when I met Gary. Okay, so. well, congratulations. Uh, not, not congratulations. I mean, you lost. He's, yeah, he's the one who gets the congratulations. Yeah, but, right. that, but, but you're fine. so happy. Yes. Okay, congratulations for being happy. That's right. where the door is. All right, thank, right. You. thank you very much. Seems like a very nice lady, Gary, you know. <laughs> but anyway, you win. You okay? Oh, yes, I'm great. It's all over with her. Nothing more. It's over, right? Yeah, nothing more. I mean, still not upset with her. You okay. know, we still, if I see her today, still friends. I'm still friends. I still consider her. I still. You know, if she needs my services, she's more than glad to call me and, you know, even would to call me up her, for a drink. Would you lend her money again? I don't know about that one. You doubt that. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Harvey? Okay, Doug. Um, this uh, is actually a, it's actually a song. Okay, since you know so much, it, what this is really about it ca is encapsulated by an early Beatles song. What is the name of that song? Uh, I'm the Walrus? Uh, that's going to do it for this case. <laughs> Litigants for the next case on their way into the courtroom right now.
This is the plaintiff, Anna Chernovich. She says the defendant's mean old German shepherd attacked her adorable Visla named Hunter in the dog park, and he ripped open his skin with his big menacing teeth. The attack was totally unprovoked. This dog's a menace to society, and so's the owner, because he thinks it's no big deal. Hunter had to have surgery. She's had to take him to the vet 30 times over the course of two months, and she's suing for the $2,180.89 she's owed. This is the defendant, Roy Bamford. He says his dog and the plaintiff's dog got tangled up in the park one day and her dog got scratched. There was never an attack or anything like that because if there were, her dog would be dead. Next thing he knows, the woman is suing him because her dog knocked over a speaker and broke his foot and she wants him to pay for that. She must be some kind of nut or something. And besides, the plaintiff's dog was off leash when she entered the park and that's a big no-no. He's accused of a mauling. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant's German Shepherd attacked her Wiesla real badly in a dog park. Uh, the defendant says it was just a scratch. So chill. It's the case of German attack. Thank you, Douglas. Anna Chernovics, you yes. are suing Roy Bamford? Correct. For? $2,180.89 in vet bills that you say are as a result of his dog. Tell me what happened. On December 23rd, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, my daughter and I took the dog to the uh, dog park. What kind of dog do you have? It's a Vigila. It's a hunting dog. What's that look like? Do you have a picture? And you can just give her all of them. There's okay. a headshot somewhere there. So go on. Um, we approached the orchard, which is a dog area where the dogs are allowed off-leash. There were two dogs and two individuals present. Um, my dog recognized one of the dogs and started to run over to is it. Is that the defendant's dog? No. Okay. His dog, Bentley, approached uh, our dog. Had you ever Gr seen him or his dog there yes. before? Yes. They had played maybe about two or three times in the past or during Your the Your dog and his dog? Correct. Okay. Um, they played fairly well. So I was not concerned when I, I arrived at the dog park. There's usually a lot of dogs there. Um, Bentley, however, then at that point, Bentley approached my dog, growled. My dog ran away. His dog proceeded to follow. And within 10 <clears throat> seconds, bit my dog. Okay. There was no fight. My dog did not cry out. I just noticed that um, all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, there was something wrong. He was running over to me, and he had this big gash on, oh, on his side. So you could see the gash? Oh, yeah. And I, the how, skin why do you suppose your dog wasn't, didn't yelp or anything? I think it was out of shock. Okay. The, the skin was sort of like it was a triangular yeah. laceration, and it was sort of sticking up, and he started to just lick it immediately. Okay, so you have pictures not of the dog, but of the wound that we're talking about. All right, and um, you want a full picture of the that's dog? That's all right. I don't oh, care. I'm okay. just trying to figure out what kind of dog it is. I've I never heard of it. <laughs> he's right. a short-haired dog. It is a short-haired dog. He's a he's a hunting dog, a bird dog. Okay. So what did you do? I I right away. I, I'm a mother of three. I, right away, I was like, oh my god, this is a bad situation. We need to get him to a vet immediately. Well, like a thinking person would think that too. You don't have to yeah. be a mother. To say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, so you um, go into mommy mode, and what happens? <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Bamford and the other gentleman that uh, you know I, I'm familiar with, uh, we took a look at the dog, and I said, "Oh my God, I have to go right to the vet." And Mr. Bamford said, "It's nothing but a tooth snag," and I said, "That's not a tooth snag. That needs stitches." And I turned around, and what I what on earth is this? Could you? <laughs> That's the most. That is the worst indignity. What is that thing? That's, that, like, that's, that's like the lampshade? Yeah, that's the cone of shame, but that's like a newer version. This is the newer version of the cone of shame? <laughs> this is the new and improved cone of shame? This is horrifying. It lasted about 10 seconds. Good, because <laughs> no dog should be made to go through that. He All looks right. like a daisy. Okay, let me hear from you. What happened at the dog park? I was at the dog park for maybe 15, 20 minutes, um, and then the dog entered from the side, started to run with them, changed course, and they collided. Um, I turned around and I saw a white spot on the dog. The dog has no hair, so it's very fine. There's no fur, is my point. So when the collision, the, you know, the tooth must have went in, but it wasn't a bite. She, she saw your dog bite her dog. No, she didn't. And also her dog yelped. There was no growling. There was no barking. They were running, playing like they always do. And all of a sudden we heard a yelp. They both split up. I saw the white mark. I walked over. Two gentlemen that were there. When you left, I asked you if you wanted my phone Don't number. Don't talk you to told her directly. Me. I asked you if you wanted my phone well, number. What for? If it was just a collision of two dogs playing in a park, why would because you? Because I'm a dog your... person, and I thought I, you know, I felt obligated. Um, I also. Did you tell her you thought it was a tooth snag? I did not say What's anything. What's a tooth snag anyway? I, I didn't even say anything that... like that. I just said this, they just collided. I wouldn't know where a tooth snag is. Did he is. tell you that our dogs just collided? Is that was that his position at the park? I can't hear you. No. Okay. All right, so I'm seeing in these pictures uh, uh, a bandaged foot. So what ended up happening, um, we took the dog to the vet. He had to have surgery that afternoon. He was just- they, they stitched it up, they cleaned the wound, they stitched it up. They put a drain in right. as well. Sent me home. Uh, by the next morning, I could tell there was something very wrong with the dog. He was feverish. My daughter would sit with him and cuddle with him, put him blankets on him. That's the picture that you see where he's got a blanket. He had to wear a T-shirt because he had the, the, the wound didn't, was, it was not open at that point, but mm -hmm. it, was not, it couldn't be bandaged. So what happened was the, uh, the day after Christmas, the 26th, I brought him back in. They, they were wondering whether or not he might have had an infection. So they gave him a blood test. Um, it was determined the following day that he had uh, contracted strep, uh, the streptococcus virus in his wound that caused um, a Do greater Do you have that in writing from them, that the, the dog had streptococcus in his wound? Yes. Okay, can, you, can I see a full copy of all of the vet reports? So then what did they do? A different dose of antibiotics? Amoxicillin. Okay, and then did the dog do okay? Um, he had developed three sacks of fluids. He had to constantly be brought back to the vet's office to check on the progression of, you know, the healing, I would say. But then at some point, something else happens at your house. Um, by that point, he had been leaning against the furniture in the household, and I mentioned it to the vet. It's in the, in the medical records. So what happened? So when you are trying to decide who the aggressor is, um, is the size of the dog relevant? Do you think the bigger dog is likely to be the aggressor? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, nine out of ten times, the, the smaller dog's the one that starts it. Uh, they're usually the ones that are getting in, and the big dog's the one that, you know, gets all the heat because of the bigger dog, you know, the more aggressive one. I, I love the 9 out of 10. This is a scientific fact. What do you say? Well, in, in our relationship, she's the aggressor, and look at her, so. 
<laughs> Big things come in little packages. Oh, so you're you're acknowledging that it's true. Pequeña pero picosa. <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. He leaned up against furniture, eventually into a speaker that fell and broke his toe. And you're suing him for that? Because if he had not had the wound, the dog bite, the wound, if it had not been irritated and discomfort for him and pain, he would never have leaned against the furniture. Right, and if you had secured the speaker, he also wouldn't have had a broken foot. And... All right, so go ahead and tell so, me then what happens. How did they get a hold of you? Well, when she left, the two other gentlemen that were there, I felt awful, and they both agreed with me that it was an accident. Things happen. Are they here? No, I don't know Do you know have an affidavit from either one I of them? I have no idea who they are. Okay. I just see them at the park once in a great while. Okay. Um, so then, time went on. Um, I get a, a call from the dog warden, a complaint that my dog attacked her dog. I told the guy, I said, it was not an attack. If anybody's ever seen a German Shepherd in, in, in videos, what a dog will do if it attacks a shepherd, there's a lot of damage. There's not one puncture wound. If there's a bite, there would be two bites. You're kind of reminding me of when I was a domestic violence judge, and the sure. defense of the defendant would be, if I'd have punched her, she'd have a couple of teeth knocked out. No, I didn't. You know, mean there is a spectrum of, of how much damage somebody could, somebody or something can do. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that. I mean, look, I'm looking at the wound. It's not like I, I you know, I, I. What's your position on the broken foot? Yeah, uh, that's kind of my position well, too. But I see the wound, and yep. you know they have to drain it, then it gets infected. You know, there's a problem when once you pierce skin, there's a, there could yeah. be a problem, uh, whether it's a human or a dog. So let's look at your vet okay. bills and all of your vet reports. That's May right I, here, excuse right? Excuse me, Judge. So yeah. So then I get a letter telling me I owe twelve hundred dollars. Okay. So I wrote back to her and told her that you retract this, the statement, the false statement to the dog warden that he attacked and it was just an accident, and I'll send you money. No response. The next bill I get is $2,300. I sent her a check for 1000 which I thought I was doing well on the 1200 She refused it, and now all of a sudden the second bill has shots, has broken toe, has all this. I don't feel I'm responsible for that. I don't feel you are either, because there's something that's, that, that the law, there's a, look, there's a concept in the law called, but for this having happened, this other thing wouldn't have happened. But that's called causation, okay? But you have to have a, a you know, a, a decent, strong, healthy causation nexus. And if there's something else that contributes to that, um, such as, you know, the speaker can be bumped into and fall down, that's too attenuated to be blamed on him. But let's look at everything else and all of your other vet bills and the many visits that you had to go to there. So without the broken toe issue, it's 1,426.89. Mr. Vanford, in your state, uh, there's a strict liability rule. That means that if your dog does any damage to a person or the property of another, it's on you. And a dog is considered property. And that is certainly what happened here. I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff, although I do agree with you that, um, that the broken toe is not on you. Uh, so I find in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of the $1,426.89. I hope your dog is doing well, and good luck. Thank you. Well, Mr. Bamford, the defendant has just come out of the courtroom. The plaintiff prevails to the tune of $1,400. What, what are you thinking right now? That's fine. I thought I owed her money, but not the full amount. But, you know, you were being pretty generous to send her a check for $1,000. Were you surprised she didn't accept it? Uh, no. 
You weren't surprised no. at that? Because right. I could see where it was going. Well, the bottom line is, do you think you two will still have encounters at the dog park? You still go there? Absolutely. Quite frequently? And, and you're convinced it was an accident Absolutely. and your dog wasn't really attacking My dog you. has been socialized since he was 16 weeks old, just like the books say. Yeah. And shepherds have a bad reputation to start with. It was an accident. It okay. happens. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank Sorry you. about that. The door is that way. Here comes the plaintiff, Ms. Chernovich. But you only got, you know, a portion of what you were suing for. Are you okay with it now? I, I, I would have been happier if I would have uh, also gotten won. everything. Well, well, the judge said you couldn't blame the, I, uh, that. But I'm happy with the outcome. How is the dog right now? <laughs> He's good. He's as playful as usual, but he is very weary of large dogs. Is, is he back to normal? Yes, we're back at the park. Sorry, All right. thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Okay, congratulations. Harvey, interesting. What do you think? Okay, Doug, so, you know, in a lot of states, you actually have to prove negligence on the part of the dog owner that hurts your dog in order to get money. In this state, it's strict liability in this case. So that means if the dog hurts the other dog, that dog owner is liable. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case. On the, oh my God, turn around quick. Turn this camera around. Holy smokes. Okay, uh, back to me, please. Uh, that's the aggressor. This is the plaintiff, Valencia Ray. She says she purchased a new 43-inch TV from the defendant, and one of his employees carried the TV out to the car upside down and put it into the trunk. When she got home, she noticed a puncture mark on the TV, and it was due to the aggressive nature in which the defendant's employee loaded it into the trunk. The defendant refuses to give her a new TV or a refund, and she's here in the name of justice, suing for the $435 she's owed. This is the defendant, Joseph Rivas. He says he told the plaintiff he wanted to open the box and have her inspect the TV before she left with it to make sure it was in perfect condition, but she refused. On his end, however, he checks each TV twice once it arrives from the manufacturer so he can avoid these types of problems. Bottom line, the woman must have damaged the TV herself during transport, and there's no way he's gonna eat that cost. He's accused of not getting the picture. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff bought a TV from the defendant, says it was damaged. Defendant said the plaintiff didn't inspect it, so tough. It's the case of shake, rattle, and sue. Thank you, Douglas. Valencia Ray? Yes. You are suing Cyber Electronics Incorporated, represented here by its owner, Joseph Rivas, for $435, a refund on an LG... 4K television, 43-inch, what a great price, uh, television that you bought from them that, according to you, came cracked. Tell yes. me what happened. Okay, I had went to, to the store to buy a TV. I usually get my electronics fixed there. I, um, I asked them, can I purchase the TV because I was going to a doctor's appointment and I could come back and pick it up. He said, no problem. I came back to pick up the TV. Meanwhile, he, the guy from the store, took the TV out the store, brought it up the hill, and put it in the cab. Okay. I never went back to the store. He took the TV out the store and brought it up to that the... That was nice. Did you see him drop it? No. Okay. So... He just... I just see... All I know is I looked, and he said he put it in the cab already, in the in the trunk. So you didn't watch him bring the TV? No, I just seen when, him watch Did the... you say, wait a second, I need to inspect the TV? No, what? I did not. I okay. did not say that. So then what happens? You so get home. So then I get home. Um... My building has security. 
um, the cab driver took it out, asked the security, can he place it in front of the building? He's, uh, my neighbor was coming down. He said, I'll help you with the TV. They took the TV, we put it in the elevator, they took it upstairs. Were you in the elevator with them? Yes. Okay. We get into my apartment. My girlfriend is there, you know, because she comes over. We, I said, let's take the TV and put it together and put, you know, put it up. When we took it out the box, I noticed she, I said, it's a crack. She said, no, that's probably the plastic. And then when I took off the styrofoam, I seen it was a big break. Yeah. Not even an hour later, I, I mean, I called them back and I explained it to them. There's no damage to the box, there's no damage to the styrofoam, but the TV's broken. The manager, when I did speak to the manager, he tells me, oh, I, I complaints like this before, um, it's your fault. Every time after that I try to talk to the manager, I always talk to the employee. The employee... Let me hear from you. What's your protocol over there? On May the 16th, 2017, we received from the manufacturer in question here those TVs. One are they employee, new or are they refurbished? What's the story? Brand new. Brand new. We don't sell refurbished TVs. Okay. One employee visually inspected all of them, the outside boxes, and then proceeded to test all the TV for damages. What, when the, when the TVs are shipped to you? Yes. Okay, what employee did that? Abdul Ayala. Is, is Abdul Ayala here? Yes, he Coming is. Coming up? All right, so do you actually remember these particular TVs or this is what you do whenever a shipment comes in or? Yeah, that's what I do anytime we receive a TV in the store. All right, and do you record your findings in any way? Like, uh, is there any, uh, is there somewhere where you're supposed to write stuff down or you only, hold on, hold on, am I talking to you? All right, <laughs> what, is there somewhere where you're supposed to write stuff down or, or do you just say something if it's broken? Yeah, we have a, a paper that we sign, we make Is that, go ahead now, you can show yeah. them the paper. And is, no, t show it to your employee, please. Is that paper, um, is that your writing on the paper? Yes. And is that your signature? Yes. Okay, and was that paper authored on the same day that you inspected it? Yes. Which was the day that it came in from the manufacturer? Exactly, yeah. And then what do you guys do with it? And then we check all of them. Once it's, uh, we, don't, we don't see any broken TV, or we Do you them also and... plug them in and stuff? Like they yeah, actually have a paper? Yeah, all the check, yeah, Okay. And then what do you do? And then we place them to, for, to sell. Okay, and do you put them back in the box or do you put them on a shelf? No, no, we put them back in the, in the, in the box and we sell them. Okay. All right, so when somebody buys a TV, what do you guys do? If they don't ask to spec it, tough for them, I guess. We check the TV twice as a normal procedure. On this, on this particular situation, the TV was only checked once. I just, I'm not sure that it falls on you. I think it's good that you, that you do that, but I'm, not sh I'm just not sure that it falls on them to inspect. Like, in other words, when I valet my car, I literally stand at the top right corner of the car mm -hmm. when they come, and then I walk around, and then I peek to the front, and then I tip the guy, and then I get in, because I need to make sure that they did not damage my car, and I don't want to be obvious about the fact that I'm inspecting the car, but I know that if I drive off, the valet's gonna say, how do we know what you did with it? Okay, quick, can the TV be damaged without the box being damaged? Yes, because if someone dropped the TV, the box would still be fine. Fair enough, going inside the courtroom. Well, here's a TV that's, you know, kind of heavy, and lots of people touched it, and, and maybe you bought it broken, but maybe you didn't. But the problem is I don't deal in maybes. You have to be able to prove 
that they broke it and not that you took off and then your security guy and your friend or you trying to bring it up broke it. Okay. How are you going to do that? Okay, I have a, um, a letter from the LG um, um, technician came to the house and he looked at it and he inspected the box and the, the styrofoam and everything and he said this was a shipping and handling defect. Oh, good. Then they'll replace it for you. No, they told him... They called him and told him, being that it was shipped to you that way, he told him to replace the TV and ship the TV back to us. He gave me this paper right here. Yeah, let me see what you got. I don't see how that could possibly be a shipping and handling. That's the, the that's what That's what he said, because the box is not damaged. That's Neither why it's not a shipping and handling. But that, that's usually when the box is damaged is when it's a shipping and handling issue. So let's see what happens here. What are you saying? LG doesn't cover shipping delivery damage. Must... Return or get an exchange to the retailer. No, other. what they're saying is that they, their warranty doesn't cover physical damage. That's what the sentence says. Right, so take it up with the, them. But that doesn't mean but they that... They told them that they can ship the TV back to LG and they will replace the TV. Where's that? I don't see that anymore. No, that's what he told the manager. And the manager said, do I have to Who take the TV? Who told the manager? The LG technician. We How called them on my phone. And he said that... That, that what? He told him, don't he said, talk. do I have he to take... He said what? Did you talk I to LG or no? The TV has one year warranty, but it's no cover broken screen. Right, I know. That's what this says. But did the LG guy tell you ship it back and we'll cover it? No. Yes, he did. He talked to him. The Why manager. isn't that here? Just ship it back to us and we'll cover it. No, because he it's not what him. it says. What it says is you must return or get an exchange through the retailer. That's what it says. Like, do right. your best. And Knock at the same time, off. he talked to him. He talked to Abdul, too. He talked to Abdul, and Abdul put the manager on the phone. Then the manager put Abdul back on the phone, and Abdul said no. And I did not come back in minutes for the TV. I went to therapy. I came back like an hour and a half later. Okay, but what does that have to do with anything I'm saying? You have to be able to prove by a preponderance of the evidence that they broke the TV and not you. How are you doing that? All we know is you bought a TV... You didn't bother to inspect it in the store. And especially, no offense, in a mom-and-pop store, in a small store, not in a Target mm -hmm. where you can return used toilet paper, but in a mom-and-pop store where there's no refunds, you need to inspect the stuff before you leave the store. I didn't have a chance to. That, I was no, in no, 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 store. There's no. There's a chance to. You see, when you see the guy walking up the hill or down the hill or wherever it was, whoa, 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 whoa. Open the box. Let's take a look. In fact, tell him, walk back. You, you're on the clock for the next 20 minutes while I go back. Let's plug it in. Let's do this. Let's do that. They, you think I'm stupid? I know how the world operates because I am so tired of watching the litigation because of the way the world operates. Everybody assumes that everything's going to be okay. How many times do you have to see it not be okay before you start to get careful? I don't throw out receipts. Do you know why? Because I know I'm going to have to prove something up. But I have so, the receipt. It doesn't oh, say about receipt. Returning. You're not a receipt problem. Okay. You're a, I needed to inspect it at the store problem. And because you didn't, I don't know where it was broken. And I can't say, you guys broke it. I can't do that. Verdict for the defendants. Well, unfortunately for the plaintiff, she did not have the ammunition she needed to convince the judge you were right. You know, a lot of people may be wondering why you didn't say something when you saw the, you know, the guy from the store putting your TV in, in your trunk upside down. No, I didn't see it was upside down. He just placed it in there. I wasn't even watching. I was in the, another store. 
He just brought it up there and put it in the cab. But she made her decision, so that's, that's the loss. You know, you seem pretty calm to have lost this. I mean, most, There's nothing I can do. Well, what about I can't her fight. advice that you really should have inspected the TV Yes, I should have. I should have. Yes, but I didn't have that opportunity time because he took it out the store and brought it upstairs. Well, but all right. Well, I'm sorry you lost. A lot okay. of people don't do what the judge said you should have done, and yes. I think a lot of people are learning from this case. Yes. Okay? okay? Very good for you. you. Here comes the, the play of his team now. Uh, you know, the judge really says most people should inspect the TVs in the store. Uh, when they buy them, do you think she's right on that? Would, I think would you be upset if they wanted to see the TV work before I you? I wouldn't be upset, and I think it's the right things to do. But on this case, we know that she took the TV in good condition. You're convinced it, was, yes. it worked? Yes. Okay. I'm positive about right. that. Well, very it good. was the right call for the judge. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Right. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. You're done. That'll wrap it up for this case. Good advice from the judge, Harvey. What do you think? Okay, real simple. Inspect everything you buy before you walk out of the store. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.